Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Another episode of Let It Loose with Vontae and Josh, and we are definitely back, and we are most definitely the color opposite of white. Is it black? Yes. <laughs> hey, I had to make sure you ain't never heard nobody say no shit. Like, what is the opposite of white? <laughs> yeah. Have white. you ever heard somebody say that? White is the absence of color. Mm-hmm. Black is the fullness of color. Wow. Yes. Like if you were to mix all the colors together, they would probably make black. Right. Okay. And ain't black his, black history month coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I by the time this, no, by the time this episode comes up out, it won't be it won't be Black History Month. Nah. But every month for us is Black History Month, damn it. Right. I'm a walking testimony. <laughs> Hallelujah. Should have drove a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> How your week? How your week been going, Josh? Well, my week is going way better than yours, my friend, because the Bing Gals done pulled out a win against your Buffalo Bills. So what? I'm who dan. I'm who dan to the left and I'm who dan to the right. Who day? All day, fight, 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 my nigga. Be happy for the Bengals, you know. I'm sad for my Buffalo Bills. I really believe you did. that we could achieve. That we could achieve. You did, but our fucking quarterback mm-hmm. and our defense it was atrocious. Mm-hmm. The Bengals ran up the field, left, right, center, everything. Everything. Then third quarter, both of our best runner cornerbacks run into each other trying to hit a bingo player. Hit mm-hmm. each other. What a coincidence. Just got it. Just even Damar Hamlin showed up to the game. They still lost. Jesus. They might need they might need him to put on a helmet. Like don't play. <laughs> Just put a helmet on, act like it. I'm screaming. <laughs> so but here's look. I was worried because I was like, "Oh damn, it's snowing." These niggas from Buffalo, <laughs> they know about fucking snow. And then when the Bengals was slipping and sliding all over the all over the field, I was like, "Oh shit, we might be able to pull this one out." Well, and we did, and we did. But other than that, my week's been great. Shout out to uh, my my alumni family. I just posted a. a a whole post about uh, our 50th anniversary uh, as a school for SEPA. So shout out to my peoples for that. Shout out to the school. I've seen Josh was looking all snazzy. Thank you. You know, some of these white people were doubting me, but guess what? I showed the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> I'm serious. They were making comments to me and my uh, my date for the evening as if we didn't have clothes to attend this event. What? 
Yeah, we don't even have we don't have to get into it in detail, but I just want to look those hoes in the face and say hi, because <laughs> bitch, not only did I show up with my own fucking style, ho, I showed up and showed out, and you're welcome. <laughs> what about you, Vontae? How's your week? Man, you know, my week been cool. You know, I feel like this weekend went fast. But it was my mom's birthday. It was great, you know. Happy birthday, mom. Oh, yeah. Shout, had out, a shout out to Noah. It was Noah's birthday recently, too. Oh, Noah, too. I forgot. Happy birthday, Noah. What, Noah? 23, 24? 23. 23. Joy oh. year. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I'll never, I'll never forget how old that nigga is because it changes with the fucking year. Oh yeah, he's, oh he is, he is a, oh he is January two thousand baby. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. just like my brother makes sense. Yeah, them motherfuckers special, ain't they? Uh, well, them January yes. two thousand babies will lie directly in your face and look at you, and then, but I figured them out. That's what's fucked up about them. Because I, oh yes, I figured them out. You ask them the same question six times in different six different ways and six different days, and see if that shit add up. Trust they're gonna fuck up because they're terrible, like terrible, terrible. (laughs) Don't even try to lie. Try to lie good. They may get you on some little shit like yeah, I ain't eat that. Oh, eat oh, eat pork looking ass. But you know. All I'm saying, ladies, watch out. What the fuck is that? Capricorns? Capricorns. Watch out for the January Capricorns. They fucking liars. I, I love my brother. I love my brother to death. That motherfucker could, could be with the how to win the lottery ticket. Now I wouldn't believe him. <laughs> I'd be like, nigga, I'm going to work. I ain't going all the way to fuck up to Cleveland for you to be lying and you only want $1,000. <laughs> I can't say. So that. yeah, sorry, sorry to break your heart. Mm. If you got one, you understand. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here like, no, ladies, if if you want a January ass nigga, go get that January ass nigga. Take this one off my hands because I'm fucking tired. I'm weak. You I know, I do, I do, I do. I understand your pain. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into this week's topics. Yeah, the real pain. For the real pain. Oh, also, before we get into it, shout out to you and Sarah for allowing me to hop on uh, the Messy Bestie podcast the other day. Uh, I was a featured guest. I actually got to speak on the topics at hand. That was great. He got to to speak and everything. We appreciate you. I think she was very scared because she didn't know who the fuck you were. She thought I invited a random one. So you started talking and she was, that's when she got excited. So we appreciate the commentary, you know. Yes. And if you guys are not, all right, listening to the Messy Bestie podcast, Messy Bestie podcast, you can listen on the stereo app. They are fucking hilarious over there. But again, let's get into the topics. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the NFL, right? We were just talking about the, the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. Let's go ahead and talk about the NFL that needs to do all these motherfucking refunds for the championship game. Right. Um, 
I can't believe <laughs> the audacity. I was talking shit to people around me saying, we going to win. Y'all already know the Bengals done had a couple shitty games in a row. They ain't going to keep slipping through. But I forgot Buffalo also had a couple shitty games in a row, and they ain't going to keep slipping through. So apparently 50,000, a lot of fans, a lot of cocky-ass fans just wrote the Bengals off. Me being one of them, but I didn't buy no ticket. So they all purchased pre, they uh, bought tickets in advance to the Kansas City and Buffalo Bills game because they just knew Buffalo was going to win. And Buffalo lost today, so the NFL decided to give, I guess, 50,000 fans their money back. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, but why would they even sell a ticket when you don't even know who is playing? Shit, the NFL was like, fuck it. Y'all going to be dumb enough to buy these tickets in advance? Do y'all know if y'all think you going to make it? Y'all very confident, but they said NFL should have been grimy, no refunds. <laughs> the, only, the only game that I could foresee that actually being the only game that I could actually see that being like a thing, like where you don't know who's playing, is like you sell tickets to the Super Bowl. Because people just right. want to be at the Super Bowl. Feel me? Right. They don't necessarily right. care who's at the Super Bowl. So I I I guess maybe it's just a little weird to me as somebody who doesn't really follow sports that hard because I'm like why would you sell why why would you sell a, a neutral quote unquote ticket right to when who's playing is still being decided that is weird to me that's weird to me but maybe it happens all the time. Either way, they're gonna have to give out that that money every time. And y'all motherfuckers lucky that y'all getting the fucking money back to be honest with you, because I'm shocked. I know them tickets will cost out the ass. But I know some people happy they're getting their money back because that'd have been a fucked up L to take. Because then you would have took two L's. Well, talking about an L that people are taking. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about this new MLK statue. That <laughs> has been revealed, uh, I believe, in Baltimore. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, if you guys don't know, um, a new uh, MLK statue was revealed. Um, no, I think that's Boston. I'm so sorry. Um, was revealed in a park in Boston, and it's called the Embrace. Now, if you, if you like me saw the picture that it was inspired by beforehand, right? You automatically mm -hmm. knew what it was, right? And it's a picture right. of Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King. Um, you know, they're hugging each other, right? And smiling and whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what the statue was based off of. Right. And the statue is just a picture of their arms holding each other. You know, there's no head, there's no body, there's, you know, nothing. But a lot of other niggas on the internet saw something very different. And they did see a head. And they saw other body parts as well. <laughs> and yeah. if you look at it from a certain angle, 
Well, it looked like somebody holding a healthy cock. Really? That's what you thought it looked like? That's what it looked like. It looked like a girl's arms wrap around the dick. Oh, that is not what I got at all. I thought it looked like somebody's head in between two legs. Oh, no. People were saying it looked like a dick. Uh, but I mean, I guess different angles and different visions for different folks. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, I mean, it's I, I don't know. I felt that could they could have did better. Why the fuck they just did do something nice with them and just do the whole picture of them hugging? But they wanted to spend ten million dollars on that shit for that shit to be big. So whatever. And I guess I mean I ain't really. Mm-hmm. I, what I was trying to figure out was, okay, well, why Boston or, or Baltimore, wherever the fuck this is? Like, why is is that a place of importance to the King family? Like, you know, I was just trying to figure out, like, what is the backstory here, right? And then additionally, could we not have defined, like, oh, these are two hands, these are two arms, these are like a shoulder blade, like could we not have defined that a little bit more, right? And mm -hmm. it, just, it didn't make sense to me. Um, as with a lot of folks, but the King family enjoys the the statue, so as long as they're happy with it, I'm happy with it. Um, it still looks a little weird. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> hey, I ain't in the fucking family, so if the king fell me like it, I'm down. Correct. But speaking of black history, all right, let's also talk about what's happening in Florida schools right now, because the governor, Ron DeSantis, and his administration mm. have banned AP African American um, history from all high schools, saying that it doesn't tell uh, both sides of the story, and huh. comparing it to critical race theory, and saying that um, it's too woke for the classroom and that we are teaching white students um, to feel othered and separated and detached from that part of history. So they're teaching them. So basically they try to say that them here in Black History Month or here in Black History, what is the class called? It's AP African American History. So here in African American History would make them feel bad about them, their own history, even though their history fucked up because they fucking ancestors fucked it up. Correct. And that we don't want we don't want our kids to feel uncomfortable, and we don't want them to feel guilty for being white. Why should my child be be sad about who they are? 
it's not it's, it's they need to understand that it's not about them feeling sad about who you are embrace who you are whatever but y'all don't fucking have a culture I mean, if y'all want to claim y'all, if y'all want to claim what y'all have done, we more more power to you. But I don't think that's a culture I would want to claim. So my thing is, what fucking culture do y'all have? There's no such thing as a fucking Caucasian. What is Caucasian culture? If it ain't some bullshit. So therefore, I don't know. I've never heard anything but like, oh, that's that's of our culture. But I think it's more so like they they know the truth, right? And they're afraid. White people are afraid. And uh, Ron DeSantis is afraid that if people start knowing the truth, right, that one race relations will get better, but their kids will start. Their like white kids will start, um, you know, uh, helping out black folks, or you know whatever the case may be. They feel they 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 feel like they will lose power if the truth gets out there. So what do you do when you don't want the truth to get out there? You make up lies, right? And like you say, oh my, you know my kid um, is going to be so scarred by this. And da, 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 da. What do you think black kids feel when we have to talk about hard subjects like slavery, or like right, or like the civil rights movement? Or you know, it's 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 a challenging experience for everybody involved because it was a terrible time in human history. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, when we talk about the Holocaust, right, and we talk about Jewish people and what they had to go through in the Holocaust, right, that's a very hard thing to talk about. Right. Because today we can't, we couldn't imagine what it was like for them, right? But still we have to talk about it because it's necessary to learn history right. right so why is it when it comes to black history right and also let me point out that this is an ap course they don't have right. to take african-american history it's just offered for those who would like to take ap african-american history I don't understand why you wouldn't want to take it. I feel like it'll make you a better human. Then you could at least sympathize with people of color, which might be, depending on where you go to school at, a nice amount of people of color. Then you could understand certain things, certain do's and do, do nots. Mm. I don't understand. I feel like it'll make you a better person. It's not going to fucking... Yeah, you may feel shitty about it, but it's going to be shit in there about how Africans fucking sold other Africans, they're going to tell the whole fucking truth. Because it wasn't just y'all. We were a part of the fucked up shit. It's just y'all took a little bit of fucked up that we did and turned it into a whole fucking 400 years of building y'all fucking shit that y'all living off now. Right. We ain't got shit after that. We ain't got a damn thing. 
And reminder, we learned that shit from you. We learned that shit from you. <laughs> you know, I was I'm actually I'm actually taking a history course right now. Um, and I got into it with this guy because we were talking about colonization of Western Africa in class, and I mm-hmm. we had to comment about what we liked from the chapter. And I said, I really enjoyed the aspect of like we I don't like we we know that like Europeans came and like stole and raped and did all this stuff to to affect colonization. But I, I said I really liked learning about the civilizations prior to colonization, right? Right. And how some like some tribes or areas right were really actually well established in the world market before Europeans got there. Right? Right. They were trading with all kinds of different cultures and things and places prior to mm-hmm. Europeans getting there and saying, oh we're gonna make this so much better. Right? right. Or saying like you need to be a Christian in order to, you know, do whatever, blah 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 blah. Right. Right. Uh, And this white guy tried to come from my neck and be like, but that wasn't even the main focus of the chapter, blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, the focus of the chapter was around colonization. And so why can't I tell, why can't I appreciate the story of the native people who land was being colonized? Right. I was like, and that's the problem. I was like, that's the problem, and that's what we need to learn. Y'all are dehumanizing this part of history. Right? And just make right. it back. And it's no, it's real, these are real stories. These are real things that happen to real people that have real effects to us today. And I've... and for y'all to not I mean, black history is already not taught in schools enough. Right. Right. But now for you to deny people who want to take this AP course the chance to take it, that's crazy. Right. And I feel like it's starting to give off a vibe. Y'all trying to erase y'all fucking history. But but y'all not trying to erase the financial gain off the history. Mm-hmm. Or or at least trying to uh make it to like it is a couple places like California, um San Francisco, talking about, you know, like people San Francisco trying to give the residents that live in San Francisco of black descent like a reparations check of four million dollars. And we're talking just, about doing that. And I just saw a video of a professor I believe at Howard and he was like if America was to give out uh, reparations to all black people or people of black or African descent today the bill would be 14 trillion dollars right and shit it's a bill to be paid cut the fucking trees down to give us our fucking reparations but watch it's the thing about reparations. America don't give you shit. Correct. So it's gonna be like, hmm, 
what what the fuck what's gonna be the stipulation on the shit it's gonna be a catch 22 somehow some way they gonna get some money out of it either they gonna tax you at the end of the shit it's gonna be a catch to the shit because they gonna feel like this well if we give them so much money then they gonna be in our fucking neighborhoods mm-hmm. but like but what y'all gonna do is y'all gonna give us the money and then y'all gonna make it. Y'all gonna make it damn near impossible. It's going. You gonna have to have to prove that you made this amount of money for ten years straight to get this house. It's gonna be some fuckery coming with it. Trust me. So sure. if we do get something, great. I mean, but ready for the fuck shit. I feel like it's gonna be some type of check, and I feel like. Shit, if they don't want to get no money, wipe everybody debt clean. Yeah. Everybody's debt is clean. You go everybody go everybody of black descent goes to school for free of their choice on America's dime. Mm-hmm. On America's dime. And you can quit and come back as much as the fuck you want to come back. You don't get no refund checks. You have to and you know, hell, you want to make some money, tell them they gotta pay for their books. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Who gives a fuck if you get a hundred thousand dollar education? And, but you still have to qualify meet the you know the qualifications of like maybe have a 2.0 or such such like yeah because you don't want any everybody you don't want it to turn into the fucking the hood or whatever the fuck or what because it's gonna be a lot of motherfuckers that just go somewhere to get some but I feel like why the fuck not if y'all ain't gonna get no money y'all gotta get somebody some give us the 40 acres and the motherfucking 40 acres in a Honda. I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> we don't want the mule no fucking more depending on where you live. We ain't shit we can do with that motherfucker. Give us 40 acres and some chicken and let us have the eggs. Because eggs is high. Give us something. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of running up a check, let's talk about Beyonce. Uh, who has made her First live performance in four or five years. All right. Mm-hmm. So Beyonce is back. Um, obviously, she released her last album, Renaissance, which uh, mm-hmm. is still playing on repeat on my phone. Um, last year, uh, she performed this. Uh, this year, she's performing in Dubai at the opening of Atlantis Hotel. Uh, which is uh, they paid her $35 million for a one-hour performance. Check, please. Check, motherfucking please. Okay. We run the world, girls. <laughs> she got paid $35 million for this performance. And they paid the production value. So she didn't have to come out of pocket for the production. They paid the production value of the show, which is an additional $24 million. Dubai, unlike America, shit, everybody out in Dubai got money. That's why it ain't no fucking crime. (laughs) Absolutely wild. And the performance was excellent. Um, she, some people were saying, and I agree, people were saying, and I agree, that she looked like the Avatar, but she was levitating in the air, 
Like mm-hmm. mastering all four elements. Beyonce is back. Beyonce is back. And that is that's just it. Shout out to Beyonce. You know, Beyonce, we love you. Shout out Blue. We see you, baby. Look at you. You growing up. You you know, people gotta let Blue know. You are America's baby. Wow. Everybody loves your mother. That might be real. Everybody loves your mother. I don't know if everybody loves your daddy. They might respect him, but we love and respect Beyonce. Yes. So don't don't get it twisted, Blue. You you are black protected. If shit is if a motherfucker wants to do something to you, Blue Eyes, there will be a riot. A riot. You're only you're the only child that could probably just walk around this bitch and nobody touch. Or want to play with you. You 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 untouchable. You're not, well, imagine, I don't know about imagine that. People, imagine telling people at school that your parents are Beyonce and Jay-Z. Bruh, imagine that bullshit. Imagine like a motherfucker, y'all got fucking, what is it? Uh, What is the fucking, the day where the kids come in and talk about their parents and bring their parents in? Oh, career day? <laughs> career day, it is. My, my dad's a truck driver. Oh, yeah, my dad is... A rapper, like one of the, the best rappers, like all time, all time, like like H to the is so good, like <laughs> oh 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 yeah, my dad's a rapper, but you know my mom's just a. I mean, I'm sure y'all heard of her, but she just got little songs like "Put a Ring on It," you know, <laughs> you know, she was, she was single ladies. She was Lemonade. The best, the best selling female uh, group of all time. Even though she, even though she played there, she got, she seen that she could be the star. She got the fuck out of there. But shout out to Beyonce. We love you, boo. We love you, baby. You, hey, you got a fan in me. You got. I feel like Beyonce, the only woman, the only woman a nigga can listen to, and a girl want to think twice and be like, nigga, you a little sus, but like. I like Beyonce. Everybody like Beyonce. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can literally, a man can literally listen to Beyonce with the windows rolled down and people be like, shit, nigga, what up? Turn that shit up. You can't break my soul. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> switching gears, uh, speaking of Beyonce's gayest album, let's talk about the gays. So, <laughs> 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 Let's talk about the gays. So there is a new show that is a reality show. It's just like think Real Housewives franchise, but gay. So it's a bunch of successful gay men or yes. gay people arguing. Is it men? Yes, yes it's, it's men, and it's okay. called the Real Friends of WeHo. What the uh, fuck is WeHo? West Hollywood, my nigga. West Hollywood. Okay, where is this coming on at? MTV. Ooh. Right after what show? I'll, I'll let you guess. It's the only other gayest show on MTV. The gayest show on MTV. Too long? No. They used to, they used to be on VH1, now they're on MTV. That's a gay show. My nigga. I don't know. RuPaul's Drag Race. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have reluctantly watched a couple episodes. I respect the people of drag, but it's not really a show that I really want to watch. But I have a wife and I've had to watch it. So shout out to the drag queens. Mm-hmm. So, Damn. So tell yes. me about this show. The Real Friends of uh, WeHo. WeHo. Is, yes. <laughs> is a yeah, show starring six, uh, six gay friends uh-huh. who are living in West Hollywood. Uh, and basically, it's getting a lot of backlash. It's getting a lot of backlash. It's, it's getting a lot of backlash from the gay community. Of course. Okay. So Todrick Hall, who is um, a uh, a personality, uh huh, on the on the show, put out this statement. He said, "Dear friends, family, and fans, tonight a new show that I'm a part of, The Real Friends of WeHo, premieres on MTV. This is a very bittersweet." This is very bittersweet for me because while I am proud of the work we all did, I have to mentally prepare myself for the insane influx of hate that comes my way. It is extremely difficult to stay grounded and remember that most people spewing the hate don't personally know me or see me as human. When our LGBTQ plus show was announced, you think the pushback would come from the church or conservatives upset with three hours of queer programming on a major network. But a closer look will show you that the call was coming from inside the house. We fight for acceptance, yet we don't accept our own. We fight for representation, but then fight against it when we get it because it doesn't come in the form that we hoped. So here are my thoughts going into the night this, uh, in this new chapter of my life. For the first time, MTV has three consecutive hours of queer representation, and the gays are creating petitions to get a queer show taken off the air. Instead of focusing on the other 165 hours of the week uh, when representation is is either lacking or non-existent, MTV would not ask RuPaul to cut his slash her Emmy Award winning hit show on its 15th season to accommodate our little six-episode show. These decisions are made in months in advance, and even our six weeks are even after our six weeks are up, you won't be getting 90-minute episodes. Let's practice fact-checking things before we start creating petitions against shows that are giving queer people on and off camera jobs and opportunities. Being queer is still hard, even in 2023, and trying to be a public figure in this space adds more difficulty. Mental health is a very real thing, even for celebs. I challenge, uh, I challenge to, I challenge to search up my name on Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, and uh, reimagining your mental health uh, is very hard. Let's normalize being empathetic when we see bullying happening, because breaking points exist for everyone. And then he goes into how he's unsigned 
black and gay. Uh, he owns his own home, blah, 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 blah. He pays his dancers, da, 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 da. Like, okay. So, yes, that was a very long statement, but I'm going to break it down to you like this. Right? Patrick Hall is not the most liked gay person right now, um, or most liked gay celebrity right now, because <laughs> of a little stint he had on Celebrity Big Brother. Now, if you ask me, Tanja from Celebrity Big Brother played the fuck out of the game, right? The point of the game is to lie, to to get people to believe you, to get people to think you're friends, and that's how you progress in the game, right? They're trying to get people to like you. But that also makes you, in the real world, like an asshole. So people was already not feeling him for that. The, a scandal came out about him not paying his dancers. So he had to come out and be like, yes, I pay my dancers. It's just a lot. There's a lot going on with that particular gay nigga. Right? But gay people are really just sitting here. Like, we don't have to support a show just because it's gay if it's not a good show. It's not a good show. It's shitty. It's ass. What's I, ass? So what's ass about the show? Is I, was, I was promised a Real Housewives esque show with gay men, right? And I was served this gay adjacent show where the drama doesn't seem real you know at least in at least in real housewives right their arguments seem like they come from a place of something right this felt very inauthentic it felt like they were trying very hard to prove that west hollywood is a gay scene and again, there's too many white gays on the show. And white gays trying to be oppressed, it's not, it doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> and Todrick is, Todrick, I love Todrick. But he's, he's, he's a black gay that gets with the white gays. And it's just not good. So the point is, Todrick, we don't have to support your show. Because it's it's a queer show. We just, we don't like it. We don't want it. We didn't ask for it. And here it is. So, I mean, maybe there are some people who will watch your show. And that's nice. But, um. I mean, is there anybody I would know here that's gay? No. Uh, you don't no. think it was nobody you don't think it's nobody on here that I know? No. I might check it out. Cause I felt like it just came on here and it looked like somebody I knew on there. I'd rather like watch. I'd rather watch 
for the love of Bobby. Don't Bobby got a gay ass love show? Oh, you talking about? <laughs> oh, you talking about on Zeus? Yes, on Zeus Network. Cause we already watched the Bad Boys of L.A. Or what is it? What is it? Bad Boys L.A. Whatever the fuck that shit was. I miss. I'm tired of it. So, I mean, was is this like the first kind of show that's like sitting around basically gays that's in the um, spotlight, basically? That's... I guess. I mean, well, you gotta start somewhere and it looked like it's only one episode out. How y'all judge the whole thing on one episode? Like sometimes some some shows you got to get to the nitty gritty. There are clips. There are whole clips on the internet right now of like them because you know RuPaul's Drag Race is a big thing in the gay community. So like people will go to gay clubs or RuPaul's Drag Race night and watch RuPaul's Drag Race together in the club. Okay. So during the premiere, they did that. And then when the real gays of West Hollywood came on, everybody groaned, watched it for 10 minutes, and said, turn that shit off. This show? A woo-woo? People said, turn it off. Yes. Wow. I'm gonna have to do all my research. You one gay that don't like it. Let me see. Let me get three. Let me get three out of four. <laughs> one gay that don't like it. <laughs> I gotta ask other people. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and move on. I have an "Am I the asshole?" prepared, and Monte also has a Reddit prepared. All right. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Here we go. Am I the asshole for using my wife's $400 hair dryer on my balls? I say balls. This person said nards. On my nards. Okay. Mm -hmm. 35-year-old male here. My wife is 32-year-old female. Bought herself... Uh, an awesome hair dryer from Dyson last month. She paid over $400 for it. This is easily the coolest hair dryer I've ever seen. It's silver and purple and has a really cool design. Reminds me of like oh, wow. the plasma rifle from Halo. Super quiet as well. You could dry your hair in stealth mode. Okay. What? Yes. Automatically right off the bat this, this nigga is wow okay it was i was so impressed by this uh dryer that i asked my wife if i could use it too she said i could use i could use it whenever i wanted and it was good that i use it um to get to better get our money's worth i started using it every morning after my shower to dry my hair instead of just uh um, instead of a towel or drying it like i used to i have short hair so it only took a minute to dry. Still felt like I wasn't getting much use out of it. 
So I started experimenting. I tried drying my armpits, making a mixed de applying deodorant much nicer. And I started drying down below. Side note, 100% do recommend to anybody without going into too much details. It feels a lot more hygienic throughout the day. And So he says, side note, I 100% do recommend doing this. Without going into too much detail, it just feels a lot more hygienic throughout the day. He's talking about air drying, like dry, dry, with the dryer, drying, you drying your balls, basically. Right? Right. This morning, uh, my wife walked into the bathroom after my shower and saw something perhaps she wasn't meant to see. For the record, I did not intend for her to come in, but I didn't have the door locked. I had one foot on the door and one foot on the counter. Her hair dryer in my hand pointed towards um, pointed towards Venus and Earth. Oh. Um, I may have also been humming the halo theme. My wife had a bit of a freak out and was like, what are you doing? I stopped and reminded her that she said I could use the dryer whenever I wanted. She countered with saying, I didn't say you could use it that way. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if my wife has a point here. I definitely did not explicitly state how I was going to use the dryer, but there was no conversation on the limitations beforehand. So am I the asshole for using my wife's four hundred dryer, four hundred dollar dryer on my balls? Mm, no, I mean she said you could use it. I mean it's not like you put it directly on your your sack. You just put it down there. So what's the difference where you put it under your fucking other one? Yeah, I don't know if I see a problem here either. I guess just as long as like you were keeping shit clean, right? Like, like are you wiping the dryer down after you are done with it, right? Like, I don't know if like pubes are getting anywhere. You know, you feel me? Like, right. however, comma, she did say you could use the dryer, but y'all didn't talk about how to use the dryer and mm -hmm. what you think you were gonna dry off anyway because you have short hair. Exactly. So I'm, I don't know, I'm a little confused by it, but <laughs> I mean, me personally, would I be blow drying my balls? Probably not. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, okay. you're the asshole for getting caught. Yeah. Because, no. Because my thing is, maybe you could have did it, but did it without saying anything? Like, you know, like, or did it, like, in secret? Type shit. Because I don't think everybody needed to know. Like, lock the door. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was fried, but 
Hey, she can't get mad. Shit, everybody, everybody experiment with shit. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's just like a a shower head that extends. That's used for you to wash all around, but you know people masturbate with it. So, like, what's the problem? I don't think it's that big of a deal, but maybe her just seeing it, it was just like, wow. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Well, what do you guys think? (laughs) Let us know on social media and or let it loose uh, at gmail let it loose podcast at gmail.com and we will get back to you so Devontae go ahead and tell us what you got and what you found so I have a relationship advice segment on reddit and this one is I'm she's a female he's a male 32 I the female have fallen out of love with my best friend is this just how it goes or this is the beginning of the end it says, I fall in love with this with the guy I own a house with and who planned his whole future based on a two-year, two to three-year job opportunity. I got to support me. We are a part of each other's lives. Common friend groups, tickets for concerts, months away with my family, tickets to trips together with his, and so on. He stuck with me through thick with through thick and thin, and truly supports me in everything I do. I've also always done the same. That's absolutely no reason for me not, there's absolutely no reason for me not to love him. We have the same goals of life, share the same values, want to love and do the same things. We do a lot of things together, but have separate lives too, just as you would in any healthy relationship. And the list goes on and on. I'm just, to put it plainly, bored. I have been for a few months now. I've really tried to shake it in a few days here and there. I think I've managed to, but then I think it comes back. It just comes back. I start snapping at him, then he promptly apologizes. It's really nothing he's doing, just how I'm reacting to it, and it's not fair. I get tired of listening to his stories. I'm bored of our sex. It's not bad. It's actually great most of the time it's just the same all the time i think the big issue for me is that he is not naturally lovey-dovey and touchy i like little touches here and there long kisses when we pass each other he's really tried to learn but it never feels the way i feel feel like it should i've loved him for a long time but we but it's never an all systems go falling hard kind of love. I feel like we skipped the honeymoon period and went straight to a very trusting, mature relationship. I miss the butterflies. I miss flirting. The the thing is, there's nothing wrong with the relationship, but it just doesn't feel right. Is this just how long, long relationships go, or is it a sign of what will inevitably be the end? Is there a way to fix it? Okay. I I'm feeling a lot of different things. One I guess I need I need a definition. Are y'all best friends or are y'all together? Because the beginning says that they're best friends. No, they they friends. You know when you say you marry somebody that's your best friend. Okay. 
Thank you. So. I don't know why I was sitting here like, what is their relationship? Okay. I think it's fine. I think I think it's fine to fall out of love with someone. I think that's a very natural thing to do. I would question the I would question the reasons why you're falling out of love with them, right? Because it sounds like to me what the relationship is lacking is intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like, like y'all are together, y'all enjoy each other's company, right? But but y'all are lacking the intimacy that comes with the relationship of, you know, being close and like, you know, doing the little cutie things. And I don't even know if I'm explaining this correctly, but right. but I, I, I really do feel like you, you have to understand someone's love language when you get with them, right? Like, I know my love language is acts of service, right? So I like doing things for other people. That's how I show my love, right? Right. But, you know, somebody else's love language may not match up with that, right? Maybe their love language is uh, uh, information, right? They, they constantly have to be reconfirmed in what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. You constantly have to, like, let them know how much you care, right? Right. Opposed to like showing it, you actually have to say it, right? So right. I think maybe it's just a big sub of your guys's love languages and having an understanding of like how each person shows that love. But then again, if you really do feel after evaluating all that that you that you've fallen out of love, I don't think that's a terrible thing. People fall out of love every day. My thing is I understand that you're saying you're falling out of love, but if he's being the best he can be and it's just not good enough for you anymore. I mean, you might need to take a look at your damn self. Because mm-hmm. what about you? What the fuck are you looking for? Mm-hmm. You got this nigga got a good job. This motherfucker, y'all y'all can plan trips. Y'all going on trip. Your family like him. Family get along. like you. Yeah, families get along. Y'all got mutual friends. The sex is not the sex is the same, but it's good. And it's just like, I mean, if you've been with somebody for years, it ain't that much more fucking shit y'all can. I mean, you can spice it up. Right. But it's just like, motherfucker, you've been with this person for years. I mean, y'all might have to just, I think it needs probably a little spicing up, but it's just like, is he not comfortable with that or you're not comfortable with it? But I'm like, so basically you're saying you're going to leave a perfectly good man. Something you asked for, you got to check all your boxes, but it's just boring now. You So basically what you're trying to tell me, y'all too happy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all too happy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't seem like there's an initial problem, like something that somebody is doing or isn't doing. It just feels like 
it feels like you are happy and you're looking for something to to be the scapegoat, right? Like, it just feels like you're not willing to do the work to stay with this person, to me. Exactly. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, ask yourself all those questions. Ask yourself, well, what is my love language and what do I, what exactly is it that I need out of this relationship? And have you been provided that, right? Right. And because and we're going off of the basic information that you gave us. So, but it sounds like everything is peaches and cream, but you just a little bored. You got used to it, but so, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, ma'am. Um, but she, but asked, she asked if all the lo uh, long-term relationships are like that. And I do feel like at a certain point, you do feel a lull in your long-term relationship. It's gonna be like that. You just you get a little stagnant. You got you used to it. It's your lifestyle. Right. It's not gonna uh, to me. It's not gonna be exciting all the time. Hell no. Nah, they gonna never be like how it was in the beginning. You gonna have peaks and valleys. Right. But then what brings you back is the love, and you gotta understand. Ain't nobody gonna love you through the, some of the crazy shit you done did. Mm. A new motherfucker might be, uh-uh. Hell nah. What, you did what? Fuck two <laughs> niggas on the same night. Oh, you're a whore. No. This nigga that accepted all your bullshit, your family bullshit. Oh, no. I say shit. See if you go on a break. You may need to go and test the waters to really feel like, figure out what you, to understand what you really had. Because yeah. I don't know what the fuck you want to get back into this date world for, because you ain't going to find what the fuck, what you got with him. Trust me. Trust me. Stay where you at. Figure that shit out. I don't know. You need to learn how to enjoy time with yourself. And I feel like you using that bullshit as an excuse. Who you got your eye on? Who then came back into your life? Because mm -hmm. you don't just start getting bored out of nowhere if everything's right. The sex good and everything. He treats you good and you want to leave? You ain't never heard no shit like that. So you getting your nut off, but you mad. But, like, but it sounds like uh, it's but it sounds like she wants like she wants um some razzle dazzle, you know, type bullshit. You know? Like she wants to be swept off her feet. And I, I don't I just don't know if that's that's conducive to a long term relationship. I mean, I know that moments like that happen, right? But All I don't right. know. That happens every day. And my biggest advice going to be to you is get off social media. Quit letting them hoes fool y'all. Them fucking getting flowers, full, rooms full of flowers and all that shit. Let me tell you something. That bitch could have got cheated on 12,000 times. <laughs> Literally. So you may think, oh, I wish you would do something like that for me, bitch. I'm doing it for you every day. I'm coming home on time. Reasonable time. You ain't got to worry about stress about where the fuck I'm going. Your mama and them ain't got to worry about seeing me in the streets with no other motherfucker. And they got to be awkward at the family reunion now because somebody know some bullshit. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't know, ma'am. I mean, my advice to you is to stay where the fuck you at, and you better you need to go to church more. Maybe you need to get your life right with the Lord. Because if that if your relationship is to the point, you know, he's too good. I don't know. You may be a little toxic, ma'am. And that may be something you need to go to therapy about. So I would try therapy. Well. Because, I mean, people out here praying for a motherfucker that's good for a month at this point in relationships out here in these streets. So you had a nigga treat you good for years? So I don't know. But I understand. I get what you're saying, though. I get it. It can't get stagnant and shit, but, I mean, I feel like you shouldn't try to do no long-term relationship if you don't think that, like, it's not going to be as popping as it was in the beginning. Like, that, that honeymoon phase, you may get a piece of that back, but it ain't going to never, it's never going to be like that initial when you first seen when you first seen somebody naked, you was excited. You know it ain't gonna be the same because it's like, nigga, I done seen them titties. I done seen that ass. I mean, you could put it, you could put it in lingerie. That's extra, but at the end of the day, you coming out that shit to the same ass of titties. So I mean, I don't know. Well, let us know what y'all think on social media. And at letloosepodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We will read it aloud on the show. All right, Vontae, where can the people find you? Y'all can find me at Devontae Cannon on Facebook, DJ Cannon 1993 on Instagram. Uh, let that dick loose on OnlyFans. I'm just playing. What? Wow. Wow. Not us having a, not us having an OnlyFans called let let that dick loose. <laughs> <laughs> let it loose with Vontae and Josh OnlyFans. Talk about taking it taking taking Facebook by storm. That is not a thing, guys. Please don't look that shit up. Not, if it is, if it is, if it is, it ain't us. Okay, I ain't yes. set one up. Don't worry about it. I, that was just a joke. Before y'all take it somewhere, oh, I definitely, I definitely opened uh freaky Twitter while I was screen sharing with your wife the other day. <laughs> I heard, I heard. I that said, is oh. my bad. Um, I said we've all done that. I think the worst is when you at work. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> you ever been at work and you forgot? You were like, let me look. Away. <laughs> <laughs> you just, is, you just it, like, it's, thank God, it's extra bad. It's extra bad because I work with children, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> like Jonathan, stay where you are. All right, you guys can find me at Joshua the Wordsmith on all the things TikTok and Instagram. Um, also, you know, again, make sure you check out uh our other podcast, The Word for Me, um. Bonte with uh, the Messy Besky podcast with Sarah, as well as the BBL podcast with Catrice. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. And Bonte, hit us with the outro. We want to thank y'all for another listen to us for another week, another year. You were just now listening to Letting It Loose with Bonte. And
Chai.